Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. It's about learning, not to grade. Straight A's doesn't mean they actually learn the most. Games for number fluency. Scholarships for Discoculics. How to boost the place value inside. This is our podcast for week 40 in 2019 and we welcome Dr. Söder, the founder of Discoculia Services, who's going to help us make sense of the links on our website, discoculiaheadlines.com. Welcome, Dr. Söder. Well, I love to be here. Thank you for having me. Very happy that you're here. Uh, let's uh, dive right in. It says it's it's about learning, not the grade, but the grade should cover the learning, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Grades are important. Uh, well, specifically... Here in the U.S. in 11th grade, when you start applying for colleges and they, they look at your grades. But this article, though, touches on something different. Now, they have followed students five years after graduation and found out that the ones who had difficulty learning math and struggled to get the grades, after five years knew more than the students who just scored straight A's in school. That's so that, that's amazing. Yeah, it's a remarkable amazing. finding. But interesting, and, and uh, I'd like to uh, say um, what they found out here. The, the point they make is that students need to have had uh, an attitude in learning about trying to get there, not just scoring um, easily. So right. the ones that were not scoring so high because they didn't care, won't have that advantage after five years. Oh, okay. So it's not about those students. Okay. This is just uh, the students who all tried to learn math uh, that were equally eager. So that, that's the, the group they're, they're talking about. So this actually could be encouraging for the students who try so hard but struggle on a daily basis. And, well, remember from this uh, Stanford Mathematics Outreach Project, that it is about the process of learning. Even if that means that in the process somewhere you will be temporarily cracking your ego a little bit because you don't know it immediately, you have to get comfortable with that. But getting it right after trying it several times, that is much more uh, important. Okay, and, and that sort of solidifies the uh, the knowledge. Absolutely. Also, it's very uh, rewarding um, when you actually get it right, and that right. happy feeling is right. also contributing to. Okay. okay, I will stick with this, and um, let's make sure that it's about correcting what they get wrong. It's not just okay. This is the wrong answer, and then stop thinking and. Uh, write a grade on a paper. That is not where the learning comes in. So um, here they also say, think about the omelette. You can't make an omelette without cracking an egg. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I really like that. Sounds so, good. Sounds yes. good. Okay, our, our, our next link uh, looks like a sort of a follow-up. It says uh, straight A's does not mean they actually learn the most. Okay, yes, um, this is a follow-up um, basically from the same uh, research at uh, mm -hmm. 
US Air Force Academy. And to say it more directly, um, why straight A's may be actually poor learning. Okay. And it's very interesting because now they bring up the impact of particularly good or bad instruction. And it turned out that college students who had a less experienced instructor did less well initially after the course, but, and here comes the interesting information, actually they scored better in the follow-up courses. And apparently this less experienced instructor triggered them to do more on their own. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> and that spurred yeah. also an interest in the material. <laughs> so, hmm. yeah, if you, if you read it, you would be tempted to say that we need uh, not um, experienced uh, instructors, but right, that yeah. is, of course, not the point. The, yeah, the, the point is that it helps the student when they are um, when they need to think for themselves. Okay. That is the main uh, message here. Well, studying and not get all the answers, that is uh, immediately, that uh, helps. Well, obviously, if they stick with it, just sure. like what I said for the previous uh, link, the students should be eager to learn. If they just give up, then, then the whole thing There's doesn't uh, get anywhere. So... Um, if you really try hard, that will improve the retention of the knowledge and the skills. And like I sometimes say, when kids show they have a hundred on their homework and said it was easy, then I apologize. And I said, oh my, you wasted your time. You, you were not learning anything. That That is such a mishap. I'm so sorry for that. <laughs> Uh, that was only <laughs> that was only busy work. No, I apologize for the wrong type of work. That mm -hmm. was not challenging. That was just busy work. They didn't learn anything. And usually the students look at me like uh, they see ET or something. <laughs> They're really surprised as they expect that oh, a teacher uh, would always uh, like hundreds and uh, would not like um, struggle, but. Then I explain the whole thing that I just mentioned right, before yeah. here, what also it's with the previous point. link. Good point to make to them, So absolutely. this is how it works. And if you don't really need to think about it, it's not really contributing to your skill or your knowledge. Okay. Well, about something uh, different, uh, the next link is about games for number fluency. Mm -hmm. Is that yeah. fun? Uh, this is the number dyslexia site, and they have made up a list of uh, 10 games that uh, can be beneficial to work on uh, math fluency. Now, I've not tried all of them yet, uh, but in general I'm uh, kind of cautious with the use of games. Um, and games always have a balance between how how much emphasis there is on the entertaining part and how much there is on the educational part. So let, let's call them edutainment. And sometimes the uh, education is, um, is really the main thing. Also, there should be an encouraging explanation from the program when 
the student makes an error and then the answer is not correct instead of just crossing out or hearing a buzzing sound that is disheartening that's not what we need and just like we said in the previous um, previous uh, uh, post they need to work it out themselves and if mm -hmm. you just hear a buzzing sound then they stop thinking about that one and just say okay that's right. by the wayside yeah. let's try another one um, also I feel that the game should be flexible and uh, adjust to the level of the player so that he stays motivated and finally games where you can get to the right answers by just counting these are not my favorites but um, it I really feel that anything that we can have to uh, interest our kids and and to do some extra practice at home particularly busy parents don't always have the time to do that with their kids and when that practice is uh, provided by um, by a game that's obviously fantastic so um, for instance the sushi monster he eats snacks uh, with a third in total so monster method for kindergarten till fifth grade uh, there's uh, monkeys multiplication zap zap math is also kindergarten okay. till sixth grade there's lots of things so there's a whole list prodigy is is very uh, widely known um, and um, there, there's also a um, puzzle game that's called threes um, you need to spot multiples of three um, that's also sometimes played by uh, adults I don't know if this is really helpful yet for struggling math learners um, at a young age uh, then you have the math 24 it's the classical game you have it as card and you can also play it online that is um, that is very different in level mm -hmm. uh, that's played by adults uh, I can tell you there are all competitions about it so if you look at this whole list there's really um, a lot for all um, okay. all age groups and all okay. um, uh, levels in that's math. a good resource uh, to have yeah we're talking to Dr. Serger, the founder of DiscoCuliaServices.com and we're looking at the links provided on our website DiscoCuliaHeadlines.com So the, uh, the next link should be good news, uh, scholarships for DiscoCulix Yes, How yes How much can we get? <laughs> <laughs> now this is from the Joseph James Morelli Legacy Foundation Okay And they give out nine scholarships each year for students with a learning disability and uh, the next opportunity to apply is on January 2nd, 2020. Okay. So you have some time. That's all good time. news for yeah. prospective students. And I encourage all to apply in uh, 2019, 20%, so one out of five of all applications got some scholarship award. So it's definitely not easy, but it's uh, it's a great opportunity. It's worth the trouble to fill in the, the forms. Mm -hmm. So that brings us to our last link, um, and that says how to boost the place value inside. Well, this is a real uh, project, and the point we're making here is that um, what um, wh when pupils make errors due to 
uh, misunderstanding, a limited understanding of the place value, um, they do not need more practice of the column addition and subtraction. Um, in most cases, uh, our students need to secure their, their understanding. You need to explain how it works, what is the system behind it. If uh, a number is written in a column to the left, that means it is 10 times, it means uh, quantity is 10 times as big as when it would be written in a column to the, to the right. Um, that helps them to understand regrouping uh, 10 ones for a 10 and still the best way to help them with that is do it with hands-on material get your base 10 blocks out yeah. and let them do it uh, themselves now uh, they after they they are able to regroup numbers in uh, ones tens and hundreds then you can uh, proceed um, so what they need to be able to do is um, know the value of a number in a calculation not just looking at the column because that's what we see a lot um, the column addition and subtraction the students still look at those numbers as if it was a 3 even if it's written in the tens column and it, it shows that it's a 30 or when that 3 is written in the hundreds column and it actually means 300 but they don't see that anymore they just look at column by column and see them as as ones that are written in a different place um, they can um, learn a strategy to sol best solve the calculation and um, obviously you need to practice after they have understood how the system worked to do it accurately and yeah let them repeat several times now here in this uh, link, if you go to that website, there are several clear visuals too that they really like. And in general, um, students focus on being able to do the last two bullets uh, of this list. So complete the calculation accurately and, and do it a lot of times. Right. Not the first three. Not like looking at what does that number actually <laughs> what is represent. That actually? So I have several students who only do the regrouping for a subtraction to prevent they fall back uh, in their habit of subtracting uh, the smallest number in the column. So oh, I have yeah. a whole page <laughs> yeah. and the only thing I ask them is to do the regroup, not even start the subtraction. No. And after they really know when to regroup and how to regroup, then we go on to the subtraction. Sounds sounds wonderful. That sounds like a very good uh, good strategy to uh, to have with them. Yeah, and, and I I'm sure that that all math uh, teachers and tutors have seen that issue that uh, yeah, right. children <laughs> actually just subtract the smallest number in From a the in largest, a column. So what, whatever <laughs> yeah. that uh, number is, if it's if it's uh, uh, if that number is the subtrahend or not, they. Just look at what's my smallest number, and then use that one. <laughs> I and then I count back instead of um, realizing that the difference can also be figured out by counting up from the smallest number, which is obviously a lot easier for our dyscalculia students. 
Well, thank you, Dr. Schroeder. Thank you for all your insights this week. Hope to see you again next week. Dr. Schroeder is the founder of DiscoCuliaServices.com, and you can follow her on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, she has boards on Pinterest and uh, Flipboard, and she runs five free webinars. And all the information about that is at webinars.discoculiatrainingcenter.com. Now, Dr. Schroeder is on a mission to increase the number of discoculia tutors in the country, and for that she has developed a full-blown online discoculia tutor training. All the information about that is at discoculiatutor.org. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com, and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Disco Kulia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.